This table talk is made possible by Mental Health Matters, a newsletter from themighty.com. I'm Ashley, and I am joined by... I'm Sky. I'm Kat. I'm Camera. And today we are talking about sleep and our mental health. I do not know about you all, but... Having bipolar disorder, the thing I've noticed that helps, like, helps above almost everything else besides taking my medication regularly is having a very, like, strict sleep schedule. Um, I notice immediately, like, just in general, I do have to stick to a routine for a lot of things to keep my mental health under check, but if I am getting less sleep, if I move my bedtime, um, I particularly notice on weekends that if I sleep in too long, same effect, I have to kind of stick to that same routine because then that whole day or the days following, like, depression is off the charts and, like, I can't do all of those checks and balances that I do that kind of keep me in my best state. So I guess I wanted to know from everyone else, uh, how is how does that work for you? Uh, Sky, do you want to talk about sleep? Yeah, I love talking about sleep. Um, I also live with bipolar disorder, and I agree, it's a great way to keep my moods regulated. I've also been dealing with insomnia as like an since I was eight about when I developed really bad anxiety. And that's when like experimenting with sleep medication started. Uh, I always had that problem even as a kid. I had trouble falling asleep and staying asleep. And in addition to that, you know, since childhood, I've dealt with like chronic fatigue as a symptom of everything else I deal with. Um, so it's been tricky to to find that right amount of sleep, especially if you out there like me get like panic attacks in your sleep. That happens sometimes. That's super fun. But yeah, as a kid, I remember like the first time I watched Jay Leno, like I was just up all the time and it was really hard uh, dealing with that and then trying to go to elementary school the next day and none of my peers had that issue. Like I remember when the Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien, Tonight Show debacle happened. Like, I I saw it all happen in real time. Um, and that, yeah, as a kid, like, it's, it's just really difficult to try to keep up with everybody else when you're dealing with that. You brought up something there that I'm just curious about from everyone. Do you find it more difficult to fall asleep or to stay asleep or both? I feel like for me when I wake up in the middle of the night, I can't fall back asleep. So the great thing about my medications is they allow me to go to sleep very easily. I don't have a choice. I take them and about an hour later, good luck asking me what my middle name is. But if I'm asleep and I get some type of, usually it's pain that wakes me up, falling back asleep is like my biggest nightmare for sure. I think for me, the biggest thing is falling asleep like once I'm asleep I feel very grateful I'm a deep sleeper I I can sleep through many many a thing there's one night of a month where I can't sleep at all because of the pain I won't be able to fall asleep even if it's just slight pain my body's like nope you're not gonna be able to fall asleep tonight uh so those nights are not fun but I've learned that my body is like has decided sleep is a must for us we like it for our mental health for our physical health uh you're gonna get at least six and a half to seven hours of sleep no, no doubt about it. We will sleep through alarms. We will sleep through anything to make sure that you're getting the sleep. I realized I think I just like sleep. Wait, is six and a half to seven hours of sleep your like sweet spot to feel okay? That seems like so little. Is that is that what feels good? For me, what feels good is seven and a half to eight hours, but my body won't let me wake up 
earlier than I think six and a half hours usually. Wait, now I'm so curious. Sky, Ashley, what's your optimum number of sleep hours? I'm a fan of nine hours, um, which uh, I can't stand because it's an odd number. But uh, like in college and stuff, I only slept like three to four hours a night uh, at most. And it's been great, like post-graduation, post my theater, you know, uh, academic career, actually getting to fulfill, like actually get that nine hours of sleep. But that's that's become my sweet spot as I work full time. For me, so my Fitbit and me will tell you a different story because Fitbits track like the little moments that you wake up during the night that you're like tossing and turning, even if you don't consciously wake up. So like that's going to be slightly different, but I usually aim... I'm thinking, yeah, I usually aim for about eight hours. It usually tells me I'm asleep for just under seven of that. But like, I'm always trying to get to bed, like roughly around um, 10 to 11 range that I get up at seven every day. Like that's, I try to stick heavily to that as much as I can. If I get less than eight hours of sleep, like it's, it's real, real bad. I feel like I have like the opposite problem of a lot of people. So like, for instance, if I'm depressed, I like sleep is not something I gravitate to. In fact, and please no one throw tomatoes at me, but I don't like sleeping. And I, I like, I don't know why. Like I, I do not like to nap. I don't derive joy from it, but I also know that if I don't get enough sleep, my mental health is like greatly affected by how tired I am because I physically feel terrible, which makes me really anxious and then makes me depressed. And then the cycle kind of starts all over again. Um, so like the eight to 10 hours does it for me. Can I just say, I really relate to what you're saying about like not liking needing to sleep, um, like fatigue with, you know, mental, my mental and physical health conditions. That's the thing I'm always the most self-conscious about. And I've had family and friends be like, oh, you're always so tired. You're so lazy. Like, why are you so sleepy all the time? And it's, it's that, no, I like need to rest. I need to sleep. And it makes me, it makes me frankly, like angry that I have to have to sleep as much as I do. Sleep is important. And I think there's something like I want to add to the whole like not liking to sleep. My brain, like when I was saying how I don't um, fall asleep easily, I don't like going to sleep. My body is like, no, I, it, the reason why I only get like six to seven hours like of sleep and my body knows that is because I can be in bed at 1030 or 1130 and my brain, my anxiety, any thoughts that I have will keep me up until at least 1230. I was going to say, I really like sleep, but it's really inconvenient, <laughs> like, at the end of the day. Like, it just takes so much time. And, like, I'm someone who I love to spend all of my time after work working on projects. And so I really want to get to, like, a certain stage by the end of the night. And so it's a constant fight of I need to sleep. And also I'm like right there. And then like, you know, that turns an extra half hour, an extra 45 minutes. And like, it can be really hard on those days to actually like have that, tell myself you are cut off. You cannot do this anymore. You have to sleep. So I think to me, it's like, I really like it, but it doesn't, it doesn't fit in my schedule the way I'd really like it to. <laughs> it's funny. I think when you're, when you're a kid, like you're like I don't need to sleep I am invincible like sleep is for the week and then you get to be an adult and it's like I want to sleep so bad and then you realize like the effect that things like bedtimes or not having bedtimes can have on you it's a whole whole mind work there so I guess I would love to then know 
what do you all do to get yourself to sleep or try to keep yourself asleep overnight? I know a cat, you've already said you got some medications to help you on that front end. You know, for me, I have kind of both. I have, I have one for each thing. Um, so for falling asleep, I have to listen to ASMRs every night. Part of it is because, you know, Cameron, you're talking about those anxious thoughts. If I'm listening to something, like, that's what I'm focused on. That's where my brain pulls detention and then like it's specifically really relaxing um, sounds so that it helps kind of get you there. Um, and then I found out that I usually have a like very small trouble getting to sleep, but it was always the staying asleep. And as soon as I added a weighted blanket into the equation, that went away. Like that is what keeps me asleep every night. And I know that it does because on the nights that it falls off when I'm sleeping, I am awake. So it has been like a, a game changer in getting me to stay asleep the full night. Weighted blanket sounds so nice right now. Uh, I, I'm the kind of person who needs all of the pillows, the blankets. I don't have a weighted blanket, but that, that sounds like a dream to keep yourself going. Uh, I would like to relate. I listen to ASMR when I'm having a lot of anxious thoughts. It's like my pre-sleep routine once in a while. Uh, but as a child, like I, I've done this, like I always need, I've always been afraid of silence or not, not, not a fan of it, not a fan of the dark. When I was a child, I would have a strobe light, one of those like disco ball strobe lights and jazz going until the neighbors uh, said that was not, not cool to do in in our suburban neighborhood in California. So strobe light went away and I listened to smooth jazz um, until I got older. And now I listen to either the Calm app to some kind of nice, tranquil violin, Lindsey Sterling, or some kind of nice, uh, just tranquil music. Or I've recently found out about Hertz frequencies. And I found them on YouTube or online. There's these really specific frequencies that are they're good for mental health or good for just your energy. It's just a really nice kind of tone to fall asleep to. And that kind of gets me into a really calm state and makes me feel safe to fall asleep. I am fascinated by people such as yourselves who like have to like who can fall asleep listening to things like the only thing I can have on is like I have to have a fan going I can't deal with absolute silence but I need a loud fan and then I cannot fall asleep if I can see light and I cannot go back to sleep if I see light so I have a very thick Tempur-Pedic eye mask that I wear upside down because if I wear it the right side presses into my face and gives me sinus pressure but if I wear it up it's like perfect for migraine yes and then I just want to say the reason I can fall asleep is thanks to my antidepressants. So this episode is brought to you by the mental health medications you need in life. JK. I, I do want to say like one thing I did forgot that you just reminded me of is I do have blackout curtains because I, I'm the same way. I need like absolute darkness. And that's like, that's been the best solution because like I can't sleep with things on my face. So if I have the blackout curtains and the door closed, then all of that light is filtered out for me. I feel like like I, I use uh, a bit of all the strategies you all have mentioned. Like as a kid, I would fall asleep to the nanny on Nick at night. Um, I don't know why Fran Drescher's voice just like helped me go to sleep. And uh, I agree that like antidepressant medication that's like made for sleep is uh, I used then, I use now. And I, I don't know, I wouldn't get the same quality sleep without it. Then uh, middle school, it was the daily show. John Stewart was my <laughs> insomnia companion. And then in high school, um, I found that listening to either U2 or Ratatat on my iPod Nano really helped me get some good sleep. But 
to this day, I still need noise. Like now I listen to lighthearted like podcasts that I've episodes that I've already heard before um, to help me fall asleep. Like I do need that noise. And I've also had a great time lately uh, doing old New York Times crossword puzzles like on my phone to help me fall asleep because like everyone else said, it's nice to have something for like my thoughts to focus on. And it's something that brings me joy. So I'm like, okay, this is a good way to like wind down. There, there was a time though, when if my like earbuds break or something, which they do if you wear earbuds to that, they eventually short out where I would have to sleep in complete silence. And I learned some great, like a great grounding technique to help me fall asleep. Then I pick a category of things such as a uh, breakfast cereal. And I list, I go in alphabetical order and list a cereal, um, that starts with each letter of the alphabet. So to help me fall asleep, we go, you know, like Apple Jacks, uh, Bran Flakes, and from there. Well, I love how different all of our, like, sleep techniques are. Uh, so I really hope that anyone who is listening to this episode just has some ideas if they are having trouble getting to sleep as well. So if you want more conversations like this, subscribe to Mental Health Matters by going to bit.ly slash mhinbox. That's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash M-H-I-N-B-O-X. We'll see you in our inbox. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.